What's up, everybody? It's McFing here. You know what's going on. It's episode 5 of the official In Gaming We Trust podcast. Well, another week's gone by. You know, it's whatever. But it's finally March, which means what? Millions of video games are dropping this month. We're going to be talking about it on the page all month long. I'm getting every single thing that's coming out this month, so it's going to be a blast. But we want to hear from you guys. We want to know what you're getting, what you're playing, what you're doing, whatever it may be. Uh, just a few things to throw out there. Don't forget to put your suggestions down on the Worst Game Ever Tournament, just like we were doing with the Best Game Ever Tournament. We're taking suggestions now for the worst. Get in on that. Post what you want to see. Get in. Don't forget to go comment on whatever our current vote is. Uh, it's We're getting a lot of votes, but I, w- I would love to see more. Keep keep bringing them. I love them. If you want to be a sponsor of the podcast, contact us at igwtcasting at gmail.com. If you want to be on the podcast, igwtcasting at gmail.com. Hit us up. We'll respond. Uh, this week we sat down with Full Spectrum Geek. Uh, it was it was pretty f- pretty fun. Uh, it didn't last as long as I would have liked because I just I had a show to go to. Uh, I went to a SmackDown show, and it was a blast. Uh, but we sat down with these guys, and something that they did bring up to us uh, was that April is Autism Awareness Month, and we will definitely be doing some things with them next month for that. Uh, and I really do appreciate that for uh, them bringing that to our attention, because a lot of people that are gamers are autistic, and that needs to be that needs to be explained a little bit more. Uh, if you listen in, we do talk about it. Uh, but... Uh, next week, we have, I think the name of the page is Conquesters. Hopefully, uh, I know I'm getting these out to you guys a little bit late. I just, I got so much stuff going on, and I don't know how many people are listening anyways, but if you are, hey, what's up? Uh, but here it is, episode 5 of the official In Gaming We Trust podcast with Full Spectrum Geek. Enjoy, everybody. <laughs> Suddenly, I feel so young. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm 30, so yeah, well, I've, I've 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 lived quite a bit. Well, yeah, well I mean, not like that. I didn't mean to be like rude or anything, but it's like yeah. he's just, he's just saying the fact because you have kids, I have a kid, you know, going going on from there and whatnot. But oh, damn, I have no kids. I have a cat. I'm well, 26. That's worse than a kid. I have those too, and I have loans. <laughs> So, hey guys, it's McThing here, obviously. We're joined by Sajan just this week. Nobody else. I don't know what's going on. Everybody's doing something. Ami's just off, I think, at work, you know, doing whatever he has to do. Uh, Trying to record a little bit earlier today, because I've got a show to go to tonight. Ah, if, If I would have done it afterwards, wouldn't have, wouldn't be able to talk. Not... Gonna, not even going to go into that. We are sitting here with two members of the Full Spectrum Geek FSG page. We, ha- we have the uh, the owner, or whatever you want to go by. I don't, I don't know. I'm just I'm <laughs> winging it. Uh, Chaos Eater. We'll go. We'll go by Chaos for this for today, obviously. But welcome, and of course, 
you bring shade dough. <laughs> that was nicely timed. That's probably on accident, but whatever. Yes, that was completely by accident. <laughs> so, obviously, here at the In Gaming Trust podcast, we start with the first thing, and that is, uh, why don't you guys go ahead and give us a little bit of backstory, history to what your page is all about. Well, I create. Well, we created Full Spectrum Geek with the concept of basically united the geekdom, uniting the geekdom, um, and we have quite a few members that basically realize that even in the geek community, we create these weird walls and inclusions, uh, exclusions versus inclusions, and we don't actually include everyone as we hoped it, we would. Um, so basically, this was our response to doing that. Um, we have quite a few members uh, right now. We're a little bit over twenty-five. I, uh, we have some off-site members, we have some on-site members, and basically people who meet out in the street. Um, and the whole concept, again, revolves around this very, very simplistic goal of full-spectrum geek. <laughs> nobody, nobody should be nobody should be made fun of for what they what they enjoy. Kind of the, kind of the exactly idea. exactly because one of the big issues that we initially had, uh, some people were talking about how certain girls were really into shoes. They were not considered true geekettes, and while Basically, our argument is if you're passionate about something, you geek out about something, you're a car geek, you're a food geek, you're, you have to genuinely be passionate about it. If you're not passionate about it, we don't give a damn about what you think, because honestly, you're not geeking out about it. That excludes you from the geekdom. If you're like, meh, about it, then, you know, you're not a geek. But if you love it, then you're geeking out about it. And that's basically our principle. Yeah, well, yeah, I can, I can definitely understand that. Like, we, we're just mostly about games, but we're, we'll, we'll do anything. Like, I, I, I'll post anything that Ooh, I can think of that enjoys. <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah, there you go. And I'm, yeah, I'm doing hands. We'll do anything. Again. Sounds a little loaded there. I'd be careful with that one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm loaded and ready to go, but that's not the point. <laughs> you so. gotta meet Void then. <laughs> So, all right. Well, the other thing that we'd like to talk about, because you know, obviously, the history of your page is important. But how about uh, the names that you chose for your admin names? Because your, yours is Chaos Eater, his is Shade Doe. Why? Why did you specifically pick that name? Chaos Eater, because I love the game Darksiders, and I love the name itself because it basically represents eating chaos to to hopefully bring tranquility. And um, peace, because I'm very much into peace. I'm like a big pacifist, which um, a lot of our other FSG members not necessarily adhere to those same principles. <laughs> but that's what makes us unique and diverse. So that's one of the primary reasons I chose that name. All right. And the name Shade actually comes from when I was younger and I was a goth. So I was like the only goth in the group that I hung out with and everything. So they started calling me Shade. And I actually had a doe recently because somebody made a comment that I was a public figure on a page that I was admining on, and I was like, I'm not a public figure, I'm a faceless, nameless nobody. So I was like, you know, why don't I just add Doe to the end of that, because of, like, John Doe basically being the faceless, nameless nobody. Oh, well, yeah, that, that seems to make a lot of sense. Uh, Saja and I were talking a little bit about this earlier, because we were talking That's about the fact that we were going to ask about uh, your names, and we realized that we haven't really gone into as to why we have our names on our page, so we figured... You know, we might, as, we might as well do it here with you guys. So, all right. If we yeah. do something like that, we should save it for a really special episode. No, we're gonna do it now. Okay. Fine. <laughs> I want to know too. <laughs> so, uh, Sajin. 
No, I'm not starting. You start. Oh, fuck that. You're the leader. Oh, yes, we can say fuck. <laughs> uh, just... Oh, fuck, they found out. <laughs> that, your excitement for that makes me so happy. I was, because, like, I, I thought about that. I, I I listened to the Nerdist podcast with Michael Rooker recently, and when he found out they could say fuck there, he just got so excited. Now, now that's all this is going to be. He's just fuck, 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 fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I don't curse that often, but when I do, it's because I really passionate about something. I stuttered a few minutes ago because I was like, I was about to say fuck, but then I was like, should I say it or did I have to censor that fuck? No, we've we've, <laughs> we've got the parental advisory sticker on iTunes. It's okay. Sweet. <laughs> So, all right, fine. Well, I'll go first. What the fuck? I so, would. <laughs> then go first, motherfucker. Fuckity well, fuck. Fine. <laughs> well, first fuck. My name is just original. I used it to. I'm a writer, and it's the name of my main character, and I use it for everywhere. My screen name, my character name, everything. Well, that's just doesn't seem very fun. There's no well, back. There's, there's no backstory to that. Well, the backstory is within my stories, because I write stories, I'm an author, and that's what happened. That's why you're going to college. No, college is for photoshopping. <laughs> I'm going to become a doctor in photoshopping. Oh, you have a broken heart. Here, I'll make you look better, but... <laughs> Alright, well, my... Oh, how about my... broken faces? Broken faces I can't fix. I can make them look unbroken, but, you know... <laughs> he He can make their boobs look bigger, so that... At least that way you don't have to look at the face. Yeah, but then you know I'll have to charge. Yeah, every conversation basically gravitates towards boob. Even <laughs> even our, our internal threads, our external threads, somehow people just love boobs. Well, it's it's just man nature. Is that what if, I, you, if you want to be... But we've got girls in our it. group. We have a lot of girls, and they also <laughs> love talking about boobs. Well, see, <laughs> the thing is, anybody who could be an inanimate object, they'd be a bra. <laughs> Or, or if the case you're uh, Peter Griffin, you're one of the Wonder Twins, you become a tampon. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a little diverging off the topic. All right, well, we'll, we'll fine, we'll, we'll get into mine because mine is, as far as I'm concerned, quite geeky. Omni and I. Uh-huh. <laughs> ah, fuck you. <laughs> uh, the reason I met Omni was because of uh, the old Nintendo forums, Insider. And my name back then was some sort of ridiculous, like, fucking uh, combination of what my email address was at the time, which I don't even remember, and, like, taking the first parts of Nintendo and Power, the magazine, and, like, squashing them all together, and it was, like, Thing Pow Nin or something like that, and I don't I don't remember why, but it just it sounded good at the time. And, like, we, we got into this, this, uh, the topic of, uh, wrestling and doing all, like, being professional wrestling fans. And. <laughs> because who wouldn't want to be, right? <laughs> there yeah. was, there was a big, there was a big wrestling, f- uh, thread on the website, on the forum, and it got, ended up getting locked, and we didn't have a way to, like, discuss it amongst ourselves anymore. And so I made the new thread, which got fucking huge. And then I ended up, like, because we would just call me Thing because it was the easiest thing to do. And then, like, we just looked at it as though, I don't remember why this conversation came up, but somebody called me the Vince McMahon of the forums, and it stuck. <laughs> so I became, I became Mr. McThing. And then, then I just, I dropped the Mr. And it's just, it's just been McThing ever since, like, 2005. Uh, Mario, Super Mario 64. Ah, oh, fuck! <laughs> 
<laughs> it wasn't that bad. I fucking vehemently okay, maybe it was, that game. But, you know. Death <laughs> and then there's you. It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't as bad as um, the, the Zelda, the, the mask game. I can't remember the name of it. The CDI games. The Ocarina. Oh, man. Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask, yes, that game was horrible. The storyline just drug oh, and drug and drug. If Omni was here, he would be so pissed to hear you say that. Yeah, I was going to say, if we had uh, QWERTY here, QWERTY from <laughs> our admin team, he loves that game, and he would he would defend it to, like, no end. But why? <laughs> well, one of the things he told me was he loved how time really transpired in the game, and if you just stand around jerking off, you're, oh, wait, can I say jerking off? Of course you I can. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> You could say shit, cock balls, pussy, or jerking off. I don't think it really matters because there's a parental advisory. (laughs) Yeah, so he was like, if you're just jerking off, he said, you're going to see, like, time fly by and you can end up losing the game. And I'm like, that's so fucking amazing. Like, let me go watch paint now. (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, you know, know, Ocarina of Time, you were were traveling around the map, you know, you, you, you had to do things, you had to interact, and then... They came out with that, and it was just the the game just drugged so bad. And if you didn't complete things in a certain amount of time, yeah, you had to restart back from the last checkpoint. And it's like, why do I want to keep doing this? Well, I was I was more of a big fan of uh, Wind Waker, anyways. Not any of the sequels it got on the DS because that fucking game broke DSs just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I remember oh, cell shading for the wind. <laughs> I remember when I bought Fun- Phantom Hourglass. I bought like the actual Zelda DS for it, and like the bundle and everything. I had yeah. to send it in like three times to get it fixed because my L button broke. Oh yeah. Jesus! Yeah, and it it didn't just happen to me. It happened to like two of my friends too, where they had to send it in twice because the same thing happened. Well, you keep mashing the same button over and over again with a game. Eventually, it's going to give out. I mean, well, I. Well, yeah, you would think, but, like, if you can play any other game and it's just that one game that's doing it to everybody else's DS, too. And I, I, you did use the L button in that game a lot. So. <laughs> it's like it's like the old Nintendo controllers. You had the A and the B, and that was it. And, I mean, you button mashed on those so much that eventually, yeah, you'd have to replace that controller. You had no choice. Because, I mean, I, th- I think that's part of the reason why they started expanding on the number of buttons on controllers, just because they realized that... If you kept mashing the same two buttons over and over again, eventually the controller was going to give out. But that's what made the PS2 so amazing, especially the DualShock 2, because I raged on that controller like anything. I freaking smashed it with a um, a hockey stick. Don't ask how it happened exactly. <laughs> but it still worked. That damn thing survived. I thought... Yeah, but, you, but you take your PS3 controller nowadays and you fling it across the room and you get upset, and if it hits something just right, it doesn't work anymore. I don't get that. Well, it, yeah, I mean, you, you think Shock about too. it and you look at the design of the PlayStation 2 controller as opposed to the PlayStation 3 controller, and the PlayStation 3 controller is so much lighter in general, and then the, you got those fucking stupid-ass R2 and L2 buttons that just stick out way too far. <laughs> doesn't it also have, yeah. uh, doesn't the dual, the gyroscopic thing... The six-axis? Six-axis, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just it's just motion control is all it is. Yeah, I broke but... the first one of those on on the <laughs> six axis. I was playing Lair the, for the first time, and I was like, "Oh, this is so cool!" And then I was steering the dragon, and I crashed into a mountain, and I died, and I threw the controller because I got mad, and I was like, "Okay, picked the controller back up, went to use the six axis thing, and it wasn't working." I'm like, "Okay, what happened?" <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, well, because the only problem that I ever had was. Uh, 
I kind of broke my 360 controller because I just get mad and just smash it against the fucking anything and just my things my, smash. <laughs> uh, make things smash. Whoa! Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> and like I, I would just throw it against shit, and my bumpers no longer worked. And I sold it, and they still bought it for thirty-four dollars. So we should call well, you like Thing <laughs> Kratos. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting the PlayStation the God of War PlayStation Three on on Ooh. Tuesday, so that's okay. God of War Ascension, yeah, that works. Well, yeah, it's nice. it's the red. It comes with the red PlayStation console, uh, the red controller, a 500 gig hard drive, and it comes with all six God of War games. So yeah, I hope they Sony just, just put out. What? I hope Sony just paid you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would hope. That's free advertising right there, motherfucker. Yeah, once he gets his PS4 and once it becomes backwards compatible, he's gonna give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't live nearly as far away as Omni does, so maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, I don't know if they're gonna make the PS4 backwards compatible. At least it's, they're not doing with it what they're doing with the Xbox though and making it so that games can't be used uh, games. That's it's only a rumor. It's, it's a rumor and now that Sony has come out saying that they're not blocking used games, Microsoft would be stupid to do the same. That's like, the same thing we were saying. It'll be the nail in the coffin. But on top it, of that, I don't really think it's possible to backwards, uh, make the PS4 backwards compatible because the two different architecture would just involve way too much time and effort that Sony never really does. Well, no, it, well, in all honesty, though, see, everybody talks about hardware, 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 how they need new hardware in it, because that's how it's going to be backwards compatible. There are patches and things like that that you can get for your computer that if you have the right hardware in it, and it's not very expensive hardware, if you patch your computer, you can play a PS3 game on it if you have a Blu-ray player on your computer. Well, so see, are you thing... Oh, go ahead. Okay, yeah. Are you saying that if they can't be backwards compatible enough, will that encourage hacking? Well, for, for sure it would. Well, the yeah. thing is, what they what they have said is that at a certain point in time, right now they just want to release the console. They want to go before Microsoft, which in, in terms of a business standpoint makes a lot of sense because Microsoft went first the last time. And, like, we already have the Wii U, but it, this this battle is mostly between Sony and Microsoft. Yeah, because we, we, Nintendo has given up on the console market. They're trying to go completely portable now is what they're doing with the Wii U. And the Wii U is a fantastic console. It just doesn't have the third-party support at the moment to back the console itself. I have one. I love it. I just don't... I have two games for it because there's nothing really else out that's exclusive to the Wii U. The only one that I really do want is Scribblenauts <coughs> Unlimited, but it's... I just... I can't afford it at the moment. But other than that... I think we should. I think we should stop there because the that goes into what we're expecting for 2013. Oh, well, yep. Oh, well, well, but the idea being, <laughs> fuck off. The fact I'm that the fact that you podcast. made sense is a problem. I'm trying to keep the podcast in check. But yeah, the idea going that. It's not currently backwards compatible. They have talked about the fact that they there will be a point in time when you can play every single game that is released for a prior PlayStation on the PlayStation 4, which is yeah, fantastic. Yeah, but they were talking about streaming, though. They it, were talking about streaming, like uh, basically having it processed from an uh, external server and then basically streamed over to your PS4 that you could also use it on your... Vita because you just need a stable internet connection. And and that's fine. That, that works for me because... it. I'm not having to download the game. The only problem I have is if they do that, there needs to be a way that I can already use the PlayStation games that I own in terms of playing them via the cloud. Because if they're not going to do that, that completely defeats the purpose as to why they're going to give us the service to begin with. Then what they should do in that case, this would be my suggestion to Sony. What you do is you take and you, you say, okay, what games do you own? Do you have a serial number, a case, and everything else for that game? 
Okay, great. Send us that information. What we'll do is we will make content available under your username only on the cloud storage to access that content. Well, see, the one thing that I would say about that is it should not be just for your specific username or your account. It should be for your console in general because I'm not the only one that plays these games in my house. So there should be no reason why they're just locked specifically to my account. It should be to my console, not my account. Well, yeah, but I'm a Plus member. I'm a Plus member. And say, like, I I just downloaded um, Vanquish, or Spec Ops The Line, for free. Because I'm a Plus member. So I got access to it for free, and I have access to it for as long as I'm a Plus member. Now, if my wife goes and gets on her account under her name, with her username and everything, she can still play that game. Because it was downloaded to the console as long as my account is on the system and act. And that's what I'm kind of alluding to. Yeah, that's the point. But, so, I mean, they can do that. That's not a problem. It's just it, it's a matter of, of, like I said, with, with backwards compatible gaming, it's a matter of the proper coding in the software. And that we've talked about this before because we talked about the PlayStation 4 announcement the week at, like a few days after it happened. Uh, but I think the one thing that Microsoft is going to do is they're going to say that the Xbox is going to be the next generation Xbox is going to be backwards compatible. The 360 is backwards compatible with original Xbox games. Not that anybody plays them, but the 360 has a big enough library where I feel as it's needed. But that's just my opinion. Well, yeah, but well, I mean, I'd be surprised if they didn't do that. That then they basically be shooting themselves in the foot in this this next upcoming console war. War, I would think. It's this it, stage that is very sensitive to how everything else is going to be played out. But yeah. so something that you guys brought up to me that you wanted to talk about is uh, April is Autism Awareness Month. And yes, and that that totally fits into your whole. Everybody's a geek, and everybody needs to be uh, included into everything. So do you want to you want to talk about that a little bit? Shay, do you well, want to take the first one, or should I? Go um, ahead? Yeah, I mean, I'll shoot it off first. I mean, I'm I'll, I'll admit I'm uh, I'm a father of of three children who have autism, so I live with it daily. I myself have been diagnosed autistic when I was younger, um, although I wasn't told because it was kind of a stigma when I was younger. So nobody ever told you about it when you got found out, um, and. Basically, yeah, I mean, you know, autistic people tend to become hyper-focused on things and, and things of that nature, so we tend to geek out more on the on the geek side of things. And we got five <laughs> geeks in this house that are all autistic. That's my wife, by the way. Shimmer. <laughs> and by the way, we just got added as guests for RavenCon, and our comp badges are going to be waiting for us there. Sweet. Can Sweet. I that? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. I'm going to be at RavenCon in April, April 5th, 5th through the 7th Richmond, in Richmond, Virginia at what hotel? Uh, I don't know what hotel it is, actually. Okay, well, I'll, I'll be posting that to our page. So well, yeah. Because we'll uh, we you guys will be promoting this, so hopefully people will be listening so they can actually get that information to you from here. So. That reminds me. That reminds me of a thing. I'm going to be at PAX East. Is there anything I should do? Take pictures and fucking post them everywhere. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I still I have all the freaking pictures from Mysticon, and I just went to Comic Con in, in, in the Valley today, too. I still I'm have my pictures of uh, me taking my wife on the costume contest there, as well as at Mysticon, and we've been invited back to Mysticon next year for free, and that's at the Holiday in Tanglewood and Roanoke Ooh. in January. So. <laughs> yeah, we, we do a lot of cons, so. Yeah. So. All right, well, because KS, you were talking to me about this a little bit earlier as to what you were, because as I said, this, the whole autism awareness movement completely fits into your whole everybody should be included. 
Yeah, so basically we we were reached out to by one of our fellow geeks, and uh, he was telling us basically um, how he is excluded even amongst his fellow geeks because he is autistic. So even amongst the subset, he's basically kept to the side, and he was telling us basically how he would go to like GameStop as like his his sanctuary, and because he was running low on money, like he's he's actually in high school, going to be going to college soon, and. As he started running low on money, basically the guys in GameStop started to go like, eh, you know, why are you hanging out here so much? <laughs> so then he basically was, you know, talking to us about it. And he was like, you know, even not, there's not a single autistic video, um, video game or comic book character he was talking to us about that. Now, I, I honestly didn't know about it. So I was like, huh, I don't know if there is a autistic character. So I, I opened it up to the rest of the full spectrum geek team and we have over 20 people and each one of us couldn't think of a single autistic video game character or um, comic book character. I, I'll even open up to you guys. I can't even think one. Think of one. Can, 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 I, can I plug something here for Marvel? Actually, go, go for it. Go Marvel for it. Comics, April first, is putting out an autistic character. He will be a, a part of the Avengers. About damn time. That yes. that is fantastic, and that I, I will definitely have to check that out. The Autism Society of America actually contacted Marvel and said, "Hey, there's nothing in mainstream media about." You know, autism or anything like that. And this is becoming a, a, a epidemic in this country with people being diagnosed constantly because they're changing the way the testing works and everything else. And they were like, what can we do to get the word out there so people can maybe be more accepting of these people? Because, you know, like, like, like Chaos Eater is saying, you know, there, there's so many people that get excluded for it. I was excluded by my own family in a lot of cases because they just didn't get me. And it really affects you when you grow up. And now, I mean, I do everything I can to help out the geek and nerd community on Facebook and, you know, in my local community, things like that, because of the fact that, you know, I don't want to see people being excluded just because they think a little differently than the rest of the world. Amen. And, yeah. <laughs> Not religious, but amen to that, my friend. Definitely. Because yeah. <laughs> the, the only thing that even comes to my mind when I'm thinking, like, when was the last time I've seen autism brought up in a comic book? TV show, game, or anything. The only thing I can think of was an episode of Scrubs, where uh, oh, fuck, I don't even remember the name of the people because I haven't watched it in forever. Uh, but that's the only thing I can think of where uh, I've even seen anything brought up about autism. Wow, and, aut- and that's a medical show, isn't it? Well, yep, Scrubs. It, well, it's it, it's a comedy, but it's actually been labeled as the most medically accurate. TV show that there is. Actually, if you oh, want to know the good. prime example on TV right now of an autistic person who is a character, he shows all the symptoms and signs. They just have not come out right and said it on the TV show, but eventually at some point they're going to. Sheldon Cooper. <laughs> oh, Sheldon shit. Cooper would be an Aspie. He is the epitome of what Asperger's is. Having Basically. certain habits, having to sit in a specific spot, having to do certain things at a certain time during the day. That is my oldest son. And, right to a frickin' T. And, and we all love Sheldon for everything he does. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> so that's why it's like people people have a stigma about it because when people were first diagnosed autistic, it was the kids who were who really didn't talk much or didn't talk at all, and they sat in the corner and they just rocked back and forth humming themselves. Well, it's it, it's branched out from that. It's become more than that in society, and autism has different levels to it now. Like me, I'm a high-functioning autistic. I'm, I have Asperger's, which no longer technically exists under the DSM-5. And is not but that's what a South whole Park depicted it to be. 
Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> you, I, you, the I, kid doesn't just sit around and go butter, 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 and 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 me all the time. Well, no, I don't know if you've seen the episode, but there's the one where when uh, Cartman first hears about Asperger's yeah. syndrome and he thinks that he just puts a bunch of burgers in the back of his pants. Yes, no, no, not at all. That's not at all. No, no it's, South Park is really, not a good depiction of that. Although, as, as funny as it is, it's still it's still a serious condition no, that needs to be that needs to be. More, <laughs> more accepted is what I suppose I'm more trying tolerant. to say. Yeah, tolerant. Yeah, tolerant is probably a better word. Yeah, yeah if, if people yeah. just listen more. I mean, there's plenty of stuff out there, and they're getting more and more messages out. Um, the show Parenthood. I don't know if any of you guys watched that, but the main one of the main characters, one of the sons, Max, he is autistic, and he is in real life autistic, and they're always doing. PSAs and things about it through NBC because of that. Because they have that, that one person on the cast that they feel the need to get the word out with. Alright. Well, we, we will definitely, uh, have to do something with you guys about this throughout, throughout, uh, April, but uh, we do need to move on. Unfortunately, as much as this topic does, I, I understand how much this topic does affect you. I, I and we would definitely love, as I said, to do something through April. We just, we have to move on. Unfortunately, uh, so, what we're we're gonna do? Uh, go into a topic of what your most influential moment in gaming is. Uh, more or less, what your most influential game was. And I'll start just to give you an idea, because my most influential game was Super Mario Brothers. It was the first game that I had ever played, and it's the earliest memory I have of my parents actually being together. Because my parents were separated at as I was about four or five, and this is the earliest memory I have of being with both my mom and my dad playing Super Mario Brothers in front of my TV, fe- feeling just insane amounts of excitement. I-, I remember beating it. I don't remember how many tries it took me, but I do remember beating it, and from that moment on, I just knew that this was something that I truly enjoyed, and it's something that I kept doing, and I'm twenty, going on 24 now, and I've got a little, little girl of my own who's... <laughs> Named after a character from the Pokemon cartoon. So, <laughs> I mean, for anybody that asks, oh, Delia, that's a nice name. Where did you get it? It's because she's going to be the future mother of the world's greatest Pokemon master. <laughs> that's, that's what I tell everybody. Oh, Name's wow. Red. <laughs> you know what's funny? Whenever people talk about Pokemon, the first thing I think about was this crazy guy I met a couple of months ago who told me about basically Pokemon being the devil's something. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, did you know Pokemon stood for pocket monsters? And I'm like, well, yeah. He's like, did you know that Abracadabra has a demon symbol on it? I was like, ask me the number of fucks I'm giving right now. I mean, seriously. It's just... Well, yeah, because like, that's, that's, that's a topic that I that it just – it's spewing around so much because I know it's illegal in some countries just because of the idea that the Pokemon evolve and it's just it's stupid. It's just a video wow. game. It's not a metaphor for that. any. It, like I, I don't remember the name of the country, but it's it's banned in quite a few of them just because of the idea that they evolve. And I'm like, it's just a video game. It's not a metaphor for anything. It's just for entertainment purposes. Nintendo yeah. are not evil. That's <laughs> the you, you will not find a Poke deck. Any a Pokemon deck or Pokemon video game anywhere in the Vatican City. Well, yeah. Well, see the the, the thing about the thing about it is is these all these games try and teach you is about how how you're supposed to connect and you're supposed to love your Pokemon. That's it. 
Well, it is kind of abusive if you think about it. I mean, you're shoving them into these oh, tiny ass balls. Go. No, we're not. We're not going to get into this conversation. <laughs> you're shoving them into the tiny ass balls. I mean, Stop. They are transported into the ball, and it, it is completely luxurious in there. The My idea, the idea the being is that actually, actually, the way that the science of Pokemon is explained is it is a negative space that they are put into a stasis. They feel no pain or anything else. It gives their bodies time to heal faster than the normal human would, and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, there's a whole thing online about it. Well, I'm sorry. I just wanted to say balls. <laughs> I'll <admit> it. <laughs> they, they, they enjoy the battling, though. And the idea being behind the entire games is that you you are told to treat your Pokemon with love and respect. And I I, I do that. Like, I, I love these virtual creatures so much that I can't even explain why anymore. <laughs> like, you know, I'm, Pokemon reminds me of that amped-up version of... Uh, version, sorry, not virgin. <laughs> amped-up version. Of uh, <laughs> shit, Tamaguchi. What was it called back oh, in the day? Tamaguchi yeah. pets, man. Those yeah. things were the fucking bomb, though, dude. I used to love making my thing shit all over itself. I wait. That sounds really bad. <laughs> Hold on. No, no, no. I just realized that sounds really. Bad. No. Yeah, let's go. All right. Well, well yeah. Let's let's kind of go around go around here though. <laughs> Try and sisters Tamaguchi's and make a mean. Yeah, let's talk more about shit. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, we'll we'll go to uh, we'll we'll start with you guys, and then we'll go back to Sajin. So, uh, Chaos Eater, how about you? My most influential game. If you ask me that question right now, the first thing that comes to mind was Gran Turismo Three, Gran Turismo Two. Um, that particular series, the reason why is because it helped me pass my Regents physics. I don't know if any of you are familiar with the Regents program in New York, but um, it, it helped me pass my Regents physics because I was thinking about. Uh, Basically, the details of the the physics of the game itself, and some of the questions like I actually got right, and the rest of the kids were like, well, "How did you get that in class?" And I was like, "Well, honestly, it's because of my video game." They're like, "You fucking nerd!" I'm like, "Well, I passed, and you didn't, so well, suck my nuts." As, yeah. as soon as you said Gran Turismo, I just kind of shuddered because I was like, "Oh, I just uh, I, I don't like I don't like." Yeah, that, if, there, if there was you, if there was a more cheesy poppy video game series other than Ridge Racer, it would have been Gran Turismo. <laughs> I was gonna say Ridge Racer. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say there was limited. It always brings me back to the PS3 announcement from E3 2006. <laughs> oh, speaking about the PS3, we were actually talking about this the other day. Did you realize that the PS3 has a 2 um, teraflop theoretical output while the PS4 has a 1.84 theoretical output? And um, basically, I was saying... Professor. Uh, <laughs> the PS3 <laughs> is technically more powerful than the PS4. However, the true potential is never really going to be realized because the cell architecture is just that complicated to just, use. Because just wait till Quantic Dream decides to release whatever they're going to release for the PS4, and it's just going to blow your mind anyway. So it's not not going to matter. <laughs> exactly. Basically, that's the same. That's one of our. Um, remember, Void was talking about the shade. One of our um, team members. He's basically. It's like well. Why do you give a fuck, honestly? Because if they're going to make amazing games on the PS4 that you didn't make on the PS3, get over it. And I'm like, well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but see, the thing is, if the system has the potential, why didn't they tap it? Exactly. Well, if the they're, they're finally the potential, starting to Now, tap admittedly, like, like I, I just played... I, okay, I'm, I'm a little late on it, but I just played Modern Warfare 3. And playing that game, honestly, the graphics on it were top shelf. And they were better than Assassin's Creed 1 were with the graphics. I don't know so much about that, but... I'm just saying, like, like the <laughs> rendering and things like that. If you play Assassin's Creed 1, and you look at the rendering on that, 
And you turn around, and, and Assassin's Creed 1 was top of the line with the graphics at the time. Ubi was tapping the potential of the PlayStation. They really were. Mm-hmm. And you look at the graphics on Modern Warfare 3, the lines are cleaner, the, the environments are cleaner, and it's, it, the smoke looks more realistic. They, they actually did more. And it's one of those things of, you know, it's too bad they're putting the PS4 out this year, because if they weren't, it might push developers to actually develop things more for the PS3 and actually tap that potential eventually. The, the best way that you would even be able to tap into that potential is because personally, I, I do love Call of Duty. I, I, I really do. I think Black Ops 2 was a fantastic game. Multiplayer side, I thought the campaign was fantastic. The problem is, they don't change the engine. Like, they, they make it prettier, they do polish it up, but at the end of the day, you're still playing the same engine that we've been playing since 2007 with Modern Warfare originally. Like, yeah, no, it, I agree with that. <laughs> it, it, it looks good, but it doesn't look nearly as good as it should because it's still running on the same engine. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, is in comparison, because like I'm saying, the, the games are getting better every year. And they're getting better because the people are learning that there is more there that they can do. The problem is that as, as long as when you put out these high-power, high-capacity consoles and you say, okay, well... In 10 years or 5 years or whatever the case may be, we're going to put another one out. Well, that's great, but that means that in 5 years, people are going to start stop pushing the potential of the one that I'm currently using, and they're going to start trying to push the potential of the next one that comes out, and you're going to put another one out in another 5 years, and I'm going to lose out on that too. Well, if you think about it, we've had an extensive console generation this year, at this console generation as it is. Uh, you look between the PlayStation 2 and the PlayStation 3, Three, there was about four or five years there between each console. We've had all the consoles since 2006, and it's 2013. So that's about seven years that these consoles yeah. have been on the shelf. So it's not like we've had a short console span as it is. It's, this has been well, one of the longest console generations there have been. So you, you, you're going to be thinking next generation, and everybody's always talking about it. Yeah, so, well, also the other thing is now we're talking mainstream. Off the mainstream topic, once the PS3 is not supported officially anymore, I cannot wait to see what these fuckers are going to do when it comes to hacking the PS3 because then some of the homebrew apps that these guys have made are fucking amazing. Sony should have hired these assholes and, like, let them run and see what the PS3 could have done, honestly. Well, see... even even with that, like one of the things that I talked about when we talked about the PlayStation 4 announcement, they just stopped making PlayStation 2 games uh, late 2011, early 2012. So it's not like they're going to stop making these PlayStation 3 games anytime soon. They'll yeah, go they're going to support to 2015. Well, yeah, and they'll pro- they can probably even support it through that just because they're if they don't have a big enough install base for the PlayStation 4, they're going to need to keep pushing PlayStation 3 games out because it's not going to there's not going to be a giant leap as to years previous in terms of next generation consoles. We are at HD full 1080p quality right now in terms of the current generation consoles. There's not a giant leap to be made past that. So it's not like anything's going to look that much better, but still designing a game for six, maybe seven different consoles is going to be a pain in the ass for all developers at some point in time anyways. But (laughs) We're happy. We're happy right now with what we have. Yeah. Actually, you know what's funny? Um, My friend Void was texting, well, friend slash uh, team member, he texted me not too long ago. He was like, oh, he's planning on getting the PS4 because he found out that it has 4K video capability. And he was texting me about how porn would look on that. <laughs> and I was like, um, dude, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, imagine the porn on that. He was like, you know, like the Blu-ray porn? Because he saw Blu-ray porn. He was like, I could see their pores. I'm like, how is that a turn on? 
What is wrong Priorities. with you? Priorities. <laughs> <laughs> well, seeing as the PlayStation 3 already sports 3D, yeah! Oh, fuck, I don't need to see all that. All right, well, Remember when porn used to have rumble packs? <laughs> Say what? <laughs> with the N64 rumble pack, man. Did you bring that uh, back just for porn? All right, well... Look. Shade most influential game. What is it? Um. Well, I'm I'm like you. I'm an original. I'm original NES player. I started off with that when I was five, and he, Mario Brothers did influence me a bit. But my most influential game was actually the first Metal Gear that came out for the for the Nintendo. Uh huh. It that introduced me to the action game, and that was pretty much when I was sold. And then. There is another one that lists as well, because when I got the SNES and I got my hands on Final Fantasy III, that opened up my eyes to the whole potential of role-playing games on, on a console. And I used to be a Dyson Paper guy with the role-playing games. I was like, you know what? This is kind of the same thing, but it's in video game form. And so that was those were my two. would have to be Metal Gear and, and Final Fantasy III, my most influential video games growing up. All right, Uh Do I have to? If you don't have one, we'll move on. We're, we're running I out do of time. Have, I do have a few. Just name Dawn, one. Tales of Symphonia, Dawn of the New World 2. Or rather, that one on the Wii. I absolutely loved that character arc for the characters. And if Omni was here, he could probably back me up a little bit easier. But be, as I said, I'm an author. And games in which they take a really deep turn, especially for character arcs, that really hits me. It's awful. Well, seeing as I've been playing nothing but Tomb Raider at this point in time, and I can't fucking sleep just because of how that ga- that game's tearing me apart inside. Like, <laughs> you close your eyes, you see the game. <laughs> like, yeah, I tried laying down, and I was like, "Fuck, I need to go pick up the controller again." There aren't enough dead people as it is. I got a question for you because when I first saw the early release of that game, and there was a lot of moaning, and uh, me and a couple other people were like, we felt a little uncomfortable because it, it, it there was a lot of her like, uh, uh, uh. is that still going on in the game? Or? Well, it, it fits. Like, I have a question. I have, uh, before you answer that, are you that friend he was texting about the porn? <laughs> no. Who? Okay, just making sure. No, no. Well. It, it, if you look at it when she does make those sounds, it's at a specific point in time where, like, anybody would make that. So if you're making a jump, you're going to make that sound of, ah, and you're you're grabbing onto something. You're gonna That's make not it a moan. That's a grunt. Well, what the yeah. fuck ever. Well, if she's, like, walking underneath something, like, you can catch it, kind of. But, like, the game itself is amazing. And, like, because I haven't played Uncharted in quite some time, and I love Uncharted, and this is basically Uncharted on the Xbox although it's for both, it's just, Uncharted is still better, but it's still a fantastic game, as far as I'm concerned, and it's, it, it does need to be experienced, you do need to experience it to fully understand. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, even when we saw it then, we were, we were blown away, we were like, wow, this game is really visceral, like, we could, we could almost feel her pain, but at the same time, it's like, wow, I, who, who really, you know, is... I really think the M rating definitely helps, too. Is what, <laughs> Like, I like as soon as Moaning. I... As, as soon as I looked at it, I was like, it's M rated? And it has multiplayer? What the fuck? Didn't even know this. Because, like, I, I was just figuring, because it looked so much like Uncharted, I just figured it was going with a T rating, just like Uncharted. But then everybody started spouting fuck and everything, and I was like, whoa. All right, Yeah, then. and in the early preview, we saw the pickaxe in the back, where it was... Oh. It's a pretty dead giveaway of... Uh, an M rating. Yeah, well, like, anytime I'm, I stab somebody with a pickaxe, I'm like, fuck yeah! Ah! Because 
the game runs so smoothly. The controls work really well. In in terms of controls, it works. I think it works better than Uncharted. In terms of frame rate, though, it's a little bit slower. Like I know it's still running at sixty frames per second, but it doesn't look like it sometimes. But it's just it's just small gripes that don't really matter in the long run. Is so, this the new the, Tomb Raider uh, Xbox? Well, yeah, I'm playing on Xbox, so ah. Uh. That's probably it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. There we go. No, no, no. no. the Xbox fans out there, but there, there is superior quality to a Blu-ray versus an HD disc. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm that old PC. I, I, I'm not. At the end of the day, I'm not a member of any any specific console. I love all all of them because I'm. I have a Wii U. I have the 360. I'm getting a PlayStation on Tuesday. I just I hate the idea of that we're just supposed to pick one side and choose. Like yeah, same here. Oh, I love Halo. I uh, I I did love Halo. But... As 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 a PlayStation fan, I've played Halo. I've actually played through two of them, and I love the games. They have a great story. I mean, they're a lot of fun. It's extremely interesting. It keeps you engaged. You get to use vehicles and all kinds of cool stuff. And, you know, PlayStation tried to kind of answer Halo with Killzone, but kind of fell short of the mark. Hopefully with this new one, they'll hit the mark this oh, time. Shadowfall looks amazing. Yeah, yeah but the thing is, it looks with, amazing, but it's but not necessarily going to be, be as cool as Halo. Well, yeah. but what's the pro- you know, one of the problems I'm having with Killzone, like, all right, Killzone 3 was amazing also, because I couldn't believe the graphics were just so... At so, one point, I thought I, was playing, I thought I was playing a trailer. But I can't get into the game because I don't know what the hell the rest of the backstory is. Because back Killzone 2, when it first came out on the PS2, I'm just like, eh, Killzone okay. 2 was, Killzone 2 is on the PlayStation 3. Play, oh, PlayStation okay. 3, my bad. Killzone and, yeah, what I'm saying? 2. I don't even remember. I, I don't even remember playing it that much because I'm just like, eh, meh. Well, I've, I played a lot of the original Killzone. I never played the campaign, but my friend and I were always doing the multiplayer. We were, we would always just have the two of us, and then we would just have a shit ton of Hellgast against us. And it was, it was fun. Like, I, I do enjoy Killzone, but it was not the Halo killer that it was made out to be. And Exactly. Especially because I'm, I'm, I am a Halo fan, but I just, I couldn't get into anything past Halo 3. Like, I think, I, I, I hated Reach. 4 is okay, but it just feels like they tried to continue the series just for the fact of continuing it. Whoa, 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 whoa. You hated Reach? I didn't like Reach at all. Why? Reach was, Reach was an ass. <laughs> I just, I, I, I could not get into it. The story, like, I, I, I understand knowing going in, I knew what was going to happen at the end. And, like, just, well, just yeah, that knowing, was the thing. just knowing... I don't. I don't always like stories that I know how we're gonna end, and then it just it didn't play so, out. And then and yet you play God of War. Well, yeah, because I played the I've played all three of them. I didn't know what was gonna happen at the end of the third one. How can you? Well, look, <laughs> obviously he's gonna go and fight Zeus because that's what happens at the fucking beginning of the game. I, well, I, I I'm I'm with I'm with um with with Big Thing though. I mean, if I know how something's gonna end, then what's the point? I mean, it's like when you're sitting there reading a book and you start reading the book and somebody tells you, oh, yeah, yeah, this is what happens. It's like, why did you tell me that? Yeah, see, it's and that's, pretty much, what, that's pretty much you're what Bungie did with the Halo it. series. Well, you're see, the thing, the thing with Halo 4 is I felt like they were making a game just to continue the series. I couldn't get into the story. I felt like the game was trying way too much to be like Call of Duty. And well, it just, yeah. it, I felt like I had already finished what Halo, the, what the story of Halo was. And I well, understand, to, I understand that they're trying to make a new tr- trilogy. I understand that in terms of business, releasing a new Halo game makes sense for Xbox Live. I just couldn't get into it. The thing well, is, I mean, 
The, the only reason they... Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Halo 4 was made by new people, so... Well, yeah. But so it, it's still it's still just tr- making another game just to make another game for the money purpose, is what, it, what uh, I feel it was. Okay, but Assassin's Creed Brotherhood was made by different people than, than what, who made Assassin's Creed 2, and it still rocked the frickin' the, the series out, man. I mean, so you can't sit there and say that new people screwed it up. Well, no. Well, I just I just felt like it was trying too much to be Call of Duty. That's that's what I felt. What, what they, my they, they, well, they, they, they implemented kill streaks. Bungie <laughs> knew they were leaving ex, leaving Microsoft, so they figured they want another game out of us before we leave. We're gonna half-ass it and give them something that's a piece of shit because we don't really care. Yeah, and that's how I felt with Reach. Yeah, but all right. So we we're we were we were gonna have two more topics. I just I don't have time for them. So we're gonna go. We're gonna skip one of them. We're gonna go uh, most. What you guys are most looking forward to uh, this year in terms of gaming? Like what? What? What's the game that you're most looking forward to getting? Oh, can I go first? Fine. Super Smash Bros. It's not even coming this year. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> I, d- I doubt it. Uh, Chaos. How about you? Uh, I'm thinking right now. I'm thinking. Uh, Shade, you got one. Infamous Second Son. Ooh, girl. Uh, well, what the hell was that? <laughs> it looks pretty. It's Sucker Punch's extension on the Infamous line, and it goes on the well, idea no, that we, oh, we, we know we know what it is. He, okay. he, was, he was trying to figure out like noise I made. I yeah. Have, I, I have two games that I'm most looking forward to this year. A, uh, The Last of Us. I am I am a slave to anything Naughty Dog will put out in the market because it's oh, always going to be top notch. Oh, they've been advertising it for so long that I'm getting so tired of it. I wish they just put it out already. It's coming out in May, which is just in time for my birthday. It's my Naughty Dog. It's it's top notch. You know it's going to be fantastic. Crash yeah. Bandicoot, Jack and Daxter, Uncharted, now The Last of Us. It's going to be amazing. The other one, of course, is Pokemon X because that's the one I'm getting. Finally, nice. fucking 3D. Yes. Hey, hold, hold, hold up! Don't say fucking finally because there was Pokemon Coliseum. That doesn't count. Don't even <laughs> say that. That is not a that is not a main series entry. I loved it. I loved it, but it's not a main series entry to what the what the handheld games are. Those are the main series canon games. So then, how, what would you call Pokemon Stadium? It's not canon. Exactly. It was, it was Pokemon. It was a Pokemon fight game. That's all it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, okay, all right, okay. Then if uh, the next Super Smash Bros. Brawl is going to be out on uh, 3DS, would that be considered canon? Well, seeing as they're going to go the All-Stars route and have them interplayable. Exactly. And also because of the fact that that the Nintendo brand is going completely portable, everything portable is going to become canon because that's what the Wii is. It's a portable system that interacts with the... The Wii U is a portable system that interacts with the Wii, but they're not putting out a new console from what they're saying so far. Wait, the Wii U is already out. Yeah, but the Wii U is not a console. The yes, Wii U is. is a handheld gaming system. No, it comes oh, with a brand really new good. console that is HD ready. It is it. You cannot play Wii U games on the Wii. Yeah, yeah that's what Wii, I'm saying. Yeah, the Wii U actually has a cell processor, same technology that they use in the PS3, basically. So it's going to be interesting the, to see the, how Nintendo plays with that. The, the Wii, the Wii U is a brand new actual console. It's not just the tablet. They just never really showed the console itself because it wasn't the important part of the system. It comes See, I, with a brand new console. But I gave up on Nintendo when they put the Wii out, honestly, because it was like a little kid's console to me. 
So I didn't even really pay that much attention to the Wii U, so I'm just finding out that there's actually a console attached to the whole thing. I thought it was just a tablet thing, to be yeah, honest. And it's currently the only only console at the moment that comes with an HDMI cable. But unfortunately, I do have to I do have to go. Uh, uh, we, we're we're sitting at 50 minutes, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but <laughs> well, time flew. But uh, I, I want to say I want to say one last thing. Shut up, Sajin. <laughs>